0: Hello, my name is Phil Speedtech, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my review of Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, the latest Marvel movie. And uh, I'm going to do it in two parts: the first part, the non-spoiler stuff, and then I'm going to call spoilers, so that way you're warned, and then get into that stuff. Now, overall. I will say I absolutely love this movie Uh, just from my gut feeling as soon as the movie was over without really kind of deep diving and doing a certain analysis or whatever, it really felt like my favorite Marvel movie uh, to date. And that's because, number one, I could see the action, you know, it's filmed in such a beautiful way uh, that I can actually tell what's happening. And, you know, I think that's a byproduct of the director. I think it's a byproduct of the amazing talent on screen being able to do the choreography. And, of course, it calls uh, Bill Pope, who is the cinematographer of the original Matrix trilogy. It calls in uh, him to do what he did on that, right? Which is to showcase the action in a beautiful way. So, I think it's a combination of all those things um, where you can see the action, right? That That, to me, was... Uh, one of the things right the second being story it's uh, not an origin story necessarily but it's also not this like self aggrandizing Marvel esque over the top type of thing it, it, it's it's a very human story kind of in a way like blank Black Panther was right um, and you know the same way with like Killmonger and, and, and Black Panther you really get to know the antagonist and you kind of not necessarily root for him, but certainly know where he's coming from in that sense, right? So uh, there's just a lot of humanity contained within this movie. And, you know, uh, there's moments of seriousness, there's moments of levity. Uh, Aquafina, in, in particular, provides a lot of um, the comedic relief, but there's others as well, but I won't spoil it because um, that would be spoiling it, right? Uh, And in general, you know, uh, the movie, it's paced really well. Um, I think it clocks around pretty much exactly like two hours. Um, I don't think it's too short. I don't think it's too long either. Um, Just really, really tight script, really well edited, really well paced. um, And just a lot of great characters to root for in general, right? So you have... um, I'm going to call him Sean because, um, within the film, you'll kind of learn very quickly that, uh, that Sean lives in America and he changed his name to Sean, um, because he, you know, for, for reasons that you'll learn. Um, and he's, you know, with his best friend, Katie played by Aquafina And then, you know, so they're kind of the glue that holds together. But then of course, Sean has his sister as well. Um, and she's just an amazing talent, um, and the way, like, within the first five minutes, the way they unravel kind of the legends of the Ten Rings and what it means and who possesses them and so forth, I think that is brilliantly done. Um, not, not quite like a Lord of the Rings beginning with that, you know, ultimate prologue that we get at Fellowship of the Rings, but uh, it's kind of something similar in that vein. So I, I felt like that, um, in a sense, it was beautiful, right? Uh, You know, for me, Tony Leung is just an amazing actor. I, you know, I'm a big Wong Kar Wai fan, and, you know, he stars in a lot of Wong Kar Wai movies. Um, And in this particular movie, the the training that I'm sure he did for The Grandmaster, which is about Ip Man, um, you know, really came into play. And, you know, I'm just a fan of martial arts movies, and in that sense ones like the matrix where you can see the action. Um, but also, you know, this has vibes of crouching tiger, hidden dragon hero. As I mentioned, grandmaster, uh, because, you know, it uses slow motion, long lenses, long takes. Uh, just, uh, just really, really incredible, right. For all those reasons. And the music is fantastic as well. So in that sense, I can't praise this movie enough. Um, and I, you know, as far as what it sets up and, and things of that nature, in, the, in terms of the post-credit sequence, I have no idea where it's going. I'm not even gonna pretend, um, so I couldn't even possibly spoil that if I wanted to. Um, but I, I will talk about it during the spoilers, nonetheless. Um, so yeah, you know, for all those reasons, like if you're if you're someone that enjoys Marvel movies, I you'll I think you'll really appreciate this one. It, it, it uh, does something. Um, within the Marvel universe, right? So it doesn't detach itself, but also something unique as well within the Marvel space. So um, for those reasons, I really, really loved it and highly encourage anyone to go see it, Um, you know, especially if they're on the fence. So that's kind of the long and short of how I feel about it. Now, getting into the spoiler stuff. So fair warning right here, if you have not seen it, tune out. Uh, You know, uh, for me... I, you know, some people are saying that it falls into the problematic areas that Marvel faces where the third act is always the the world-ending, uh, you know, CGI, over-the-top stuff. But in this sense, I mean, of course, well, A, it's it, 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 it's a Marvel movie, and so to just pit it on this movie, um, I, I think it's overly harsh, number one. Number two, it works in service of this movie, you know, in terms of, like— Um, You know, I'm not going to pretend I know Chinese culture and things like that, but um, it certainly feels very warranted with with the dragon coming out at the end and, you know, being the great protector. And certainly it's set up at the beginning of the movie, right? So it's not like it just comes out of nowhere um, in that way. And, you know, you understood um, their dad's plight because he really believed um, that he could bring his his wife back, and certainly there's enough magic realism within this world already of the movie, but certainly, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I mean, you had Thanos with, you know, the gauntlet and snapping his rings and so forth, uh, getting rid of half the people, so it's like, you know, there being this gate that he would need to open and his wife would come back, it's not that far-fetched, you know, from his perspective to think that he could get his wife back, um, and so forth. And certainly, like, this fi- family dynamic, ultimately, of, you know, um, the sister, him, and and the father. I, I really appreciate that because, you know, each of them, you know, each of them has a different perspective. You know, there might be some overlap between all three of them. You know, if this was a Venn diagram, there would be a middle. But um, how much and to what degree, you know, to what degree, ultimately... Can be ultimate, very much debated, and that's what I love about it. I mean, certainly as far as the sister's concerned, the fact that she didn't participate and wasn't able to participate in training sessions and so forth, and the fact that she got better just on her own and, and through self determination, that was a wonderful aspect of it. But also, when you kind of really stop to think about it, it's like, I don't know how to feel about this, you know, because ultimately, like, uh, getting the love of her father would have meant, like, getting her ass be just like Sean, you know, I mean, especially at that young tender age from, you know, really seven to 14. So it's, it's really incredible. And then of course, you know, um, uh, you know, Sean leaving her behind and and really that being the catalyst for how she approaches life. um, Just, just deep, deep stuff, you know, Um, really, really gives you a lot to think about. And, you know, the the yin and yang ultimately of the mom and the father, right? Because she represents this very loving, nurturing side, um, and he's always that very forceful um, way. I mean, certainly as soon as she passes away, um, I won't say that anchor, but I'm I'm, I'm trying to think of a better word. Uh, It's not coming to me, but, you know, she really was able to help balance um the dad and then as soon as she's gone you know the fact that he takes sean and and immediately like they're on this revenge spree um you know really is telling of the the type of guy he is right and it's not a judgment call it's just you know that that's where the you, you do need the balance you know and i think um i think sean ultimately as far as the movie's concerned kind of is supposed to step into that role and represents that both his mother's side and and his father's side uh, you know, to me, incredible action set pieces, you know, uh, f- starting off with the initial fight between the husband and the wife. I thought that was just really wonderful. Um, the, w- the way they, way they did it because it's not just an action scene, um, you know, in terms of that, but also all the scenes. They're character building moments within those scenes and that's what I love. Like, it reveals themselves because especially in that first scene, you know, he is someone who's cocky and and thinks, like, he can just take what he wants and so forth. And when that's not the case, because she's able to, you know, essentially toy with him, uh, that was very revealing and so forth. So it was wonderful, you know, as I mentioned, like, or I think I mentioned the bus ride when it's revealed to Aquafina's character, Katie, that uh, ultimately, (laughs) you know, he's this badass. And I love that he's not this badass that, like, discovers his powers like it makes sense um that he was kind of raised in this way and and really hit it um i think i think that's really worked well you know as opposed to this kind of um you know fish out of water stepping into these powers like let's say a ray from star wars you know um so i appreciated that um the fight in the, the, I'll call it the skyscraper, um, you know, that was just wonderful all around to me, especially when they got to the part, you, you know, um, they got to inside the building and then you see the neon lights behind them and they're kind of silhouetted by them. Um, just fantastic. Um, so much going on, so much going on. Um, I, I Yeah, like to me, an incredible martial arts film um, in, in all those ways. And really, as I said, it just... One of the things I, I really appreciate about it was it pushed this idea of tradition as well as kind of moving on, right? Especially, you know, early on when we meet Katie's family, that's kind of the 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 push and pull of it is this idea of like, oh, young people, they're just always so quick to move on as opposed to remembrance and so forth. And, you know, the movie ultimately uh, and what, what Sean gets towards is finding the balance of it all, you know? Um, and that's what I appreciate and the fact that, uh, <sighs> yeah, you know, we get, we get so many characters, like, um, which I'm gonna call it, um, you know, having, having, um, Benedict Wong in there, um, was just fantastic as well. Um, and, you know the inclusion of him i thought that was those that was great for story purposes right it wasn't just shoehorned in just for the sake of of doing it um so I, I really appreciated that and and yeah just the levity like the the fact that they were able to i don't know if red cons the right word in this sense but like with the mandarin right um i thought like ben kingsley coming into it you know <laughs> and and kind of playing the sarcastic character that he is you know, especially towards the end, with the big battle, all of a sudden, you know, him and the creature, he's like, D- don't worry, I'm not dead, uh, I'm just, I'm just faking it, here, fake it with me, buddy, <laughs> you know, that, that's news. um, just provided such great moments, you know, um, and certainly, like, um, you know, by the end, uh, that post-credit scene, you know, learning about the 10 rings of, of having this beacon call to what, I, I'm not sure, I have no clue what that's about, but, uh, you know the 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 button on that scene itself of like you know you might you guys might want to get some rest and like or and then cut to karaoke and them seeing Hotel California which was you know kind of set up at, as this uh, running gag that to me was just incredible so all around really really well done um and yeah I'm I'm curious from your perspective you know I've been yammering on for a bit now uh you know Uh, Did you enjoy it? Did you not? What did you like? What didn't you like? Yes. um, You know, I think there's certain complaints that can be made and things like that or certain things like, ah, whatever, you know, Um, like for example, I love Screen Rant's pitch meetings for that reason. They released a a Shang-Chi pitch meeting today, um, or at least for me at the time of this recording on Tuesday. And, you know, I I love it um, because it's able to sort of nitpick and humorize those nitpicks um, in good fun. But overall, you know, I think just a really incredible movie um, from start to finish. So um, that's my perspective on it. But maybe you disagree. And if you do, um, please let me know why. Maybe you agree. Let me know why. You know, let, let's chat. Let's chat. Um, I really want to discuss this movie because I think it's it's worth discussing. Anyway, thank you for taking the time to tune in. I appreciate you and hope to uh, see you next time.